This is BFBS Esports Live with OJ Borge. The voiceover man is not wrong. I am indeed OJ Borge. Welcome along to Esports on BFBS. I'm here alongside my now usual co-host. He is the... Oh, I don't know. The salt to my pepper. This is terrible. I was going to try and think of a gaming version of this. That's, he that's is really the, horrendous. I know it is. He is the controller to my headset. He is okay. the left stick to my right stick. He is the that's trigger. This is getting worse by the second. Hello to Jonah Juk, <laughs> combat medical technician and founder and CEO of Skoll Esports. Mate, how are you? Not bad, OJ. I mean, that was painful. <laughs> it was painful. Can you think of a better one off the, off the cuff? A gaming version. Come on. Uh, the... the entry to my oh no, <laughs> the entry to my frag that's frag, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what you're listening to if you've not caught us here on one of these shows yet it is your home of anything and everything to do with gaming and esports within the armed forces so what the teams have been up to who's been doing what latest results and also talking about why why playing esports and computer games is escapism and the communication and the keeping in touch with friends and family when you're around the world. Now, uh, one of the things we've been doing for the season is the war room. Um, also, tonight we have a guest. We're talking to Sergeant Simon Foggy Moore from the Royal Artillery. Uh, you call him what, Jonah? Not Foggy. You call him the what? I mean, in the realms of Army esports, he's only known as the Fog Dog. The so, Fog Dog. Uh, He's shaking really? his head. Only you can call me Oh, that he's here me. already. Get back out. We've not introduced <laughs> you yet, Fog Dog. Run, go away. Back in the kennel. Uh, he's going to talk to us about common VR sim rigs, how uh, common they're going to become. But first, I've worked on this, Jonah. Are you ready for this? Jonah is the yes, ratchet to it. my clank, the Mario to my Princess Peach. Oh. He is the rage to my quit. Some of them are horrendous. But they're, the made, they're, all they're all perfect. horrendous. They're well all done. horrendous. Um, we had a little peek from him into the lobby a little bit earlier. Uh, so let's introduce yeah. our guest, a man that you do know, Jonah. Um, he mm. is a friend of the show. It is Sergeant Simon Foggy Moore from the Royal Artillery. Would you like to be called Simon Foggy or Fog Dog? I'll let you call me whatever you want to call me. Within reason. Within reason. Jonah, what are we going for? We'll call him Foggy. We'll call him Foggy. All we'll right, then. Fog Dog. Glad to have you. Uh, so talk to me then, Foggy. Um, what is the core esports manager for the Royal Artillery? What does that involve? So my role as core esports manager for the Royal Artillery um, is pretty much the point of contact for uh, the entire core to do anything esports related. So whether that be organizing stuff with other cores or whether that be the point of contact for the British Army Esports League It'd be basically the person that organizes runs and any sort of competitions that run in between that, including uh, any any sort of competitions we run as a core as well. We are planning on running one, running one this uh, this year, but unfortunately we haven't been able to do that. So we're going to push that forward to next year, looking around May, June time, hopefully. Fog, Foggy, that sounds like a lot of work. Mm. Um, it's not that much. Not really. Not really. Because your 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 vibe, your love, I think if I remember rightly from the last time we chatted, last season or the season before, is sim racing. Yes, that is predominantly my game of choice. Um, I do a lot of other games, but that's predominantly the one that I I do that I do do. If you do look, I do, I've, do, I've, do. I've, yeah, I've always looked at esports, and I think if you do, um, the one that's the closest to its actual sport counterpart is possibly sim racing. I mean, they are so entwined together. <laughs> yes, they are very very much. I mean, if you. I mean, we talked about it recent, uh, or like previously on our on, the, on one of the other shows, um, was that with sim racing you can pretty much get as real as you can, apart from being on track. Um, you can go from false feedback, which allows from understeer to oversteer. When you're going into corners at certain speeds, if you don't go in at the right angle, it really affects the dynamics of the car, um, especially with cars like F1 or in GT3 or GT4, where dynamic aerodynamics is pretty much key. 
Um, the setup of the car is paramount, and you can really feel that with inside the steering wheel. And, and the return of F1 drivers, I'm thinking of Lando Norris, yeah. who are big in, in the in the in the sim world as well, aren't they? Yeah. So, so Lando Norris is a very big esports uh, star as well as a massive. F well, obviously, he's doing exceptionally well in the F1 season this year with McLaren, along with Oscar Piastri. Uh, another big uh, streamer. Um, per se, who's very much into the world of esports, minor streamer, but very big, Max Verstappen, huge. Oh, is he? I didn't realise that. Yeah, he does a lot of iRacing. Uh, he's dabbled a little bit in a set of Corsa, but mostly iRacing, that's mostly his scene. Yeah, I mean... People, it's, it's translatable both ways, though, right? Like, people go from sim racing to F1 as well. Oscar, Oscar Piastri is um, one of them. Uh, Lando Norris is a big, big, a big name in the whole F1 series uh, and the, the world. Uh, and he originally started from computer games. Uh, there's a lot of F1 and F2 stars that uh, have um, started within the realms of esports and pushed themselves forward into into the realms of F1 and also the GT series as well. Well, there's a film about it now. If you watch GT Academy, then I, I actually worked on part of that originally when Jan Mardenborough came from being a kid who was the son of a footballer living in Cardiff, mm -hmm. went all the way through to racing in some of the biggest races on the planet, including Le Mans. So... It is the closest you can get between a sport and an esport. Yes, it is so much that and more. Um, plus, you can also have some fun whilst you're at it as well. Yeah. So, when will you be quitting the army to go be a pro racing driver, Foggy? Uh, I, once I get enough money, it's a very expensive <laughs> sport to get into, uh, unless you have the backing of a lot of potential sponsors, partners, and uh, other people there who are able to identify that. Now, esports is obviously a great way to get into that. And I mean, I'm quite an old bloke. I'm, I mean, you know, you're not on. that old, Foggy. Come I, on. I, hang on, Foggy. Go on. Tell me what an old bloke is because you're about to make me feel about a thousand years old. OJ's about Yeah, oh, well, this is right. true. Okay, so I'm 38 years oh, old. Oh, my I God, you're old. so old, Foggy. I can't believe it. I'm only 23 <laughs> and a half. I feel old. I feel old. <laughs> Anyways, uh, as 38, it's quite old in the world of racing, um, especially when you're trying to go in, into the worlds of like F1. You'll never get there at 38 uh, starting off. You need to start through karting or through this is a, it's a direction you can go. Uh, and even uh, Lewis Hamilton is making the approach into F1 a lot easier by using other avenues other than uh, going through car. Yeah. So it is just expensive, yeah. isn't it? That's the whole point. If you can do it via a game, a sim rig is not cheap, but it's cheaper than a car. Uh, you are listening to eSports on BFBS. Uh, still got Foggy with us. Um, let's talk rigs, Foggy. Let's talk rigs. I know this is something Jonah's very excited about. When mm. we talk about an, uh, a sim racing rig, what are we talking about? How close to an actual frame of a car? Because some of them are wild. Yeah, so that all depends on how big your pockets are. Um, the rig I've got is a very standard one. It is literally just a racing seat. Uh, it's a play seat, actually, but play seat evolution, which is roughly around 300 quid. Um, but then it's the it's the actual steering wheel per per peripherals themselves. Uh, I mean, the rig I've got is about a grand, give or take, um, about a thousand pounds just for the steering wheel pedals, the base, all that sort of stuff. You can get cheaper ones, but if you really want to get the real like feel of it all, um, and you get a good rig, they can range anywhere from the basic of one, like two thousand pounds all the way up to seven thousand, eight thousand pounds. The sky's the limit. <laughs> Sky is the limit. How how do we get the army to buy you on Foggy? Can we not get them to buy you on for essential esports business? Uh, probably not. Okay, I thought it was worth asking. <laughs> how much how much sim racing have you done, Jonah? Little, little to none. I mean, 
I was at uh, Rapture last year. I don't know if Foggy was there. I can't remember now. No, I won't. But uh, yeah, I mean, I jumped on the uh, sim rig there and a couple of times at a few insomnias that the Army Esports have uh, had on their stand. Um, yeah, it's, it's bizarre. I mean, it is like driving a normal car, but it, 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 it's just weird. I don't know. Just the sensation of having that feedback when you're playing something for a monitor. I don't know. In my head was really bizarre, but mm. I, I know there's some really, some really good people, especially at Insomnia. We had people come over. We did a, like a time trial little thing that we, we were running uh, to win a prize. And there were people over there like crazy good at the game. Um, who obviously had a lot of practice, but me, none. I'm, I'm hopeless. Hopeless. Anything with steering wheel. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I come from an era where driving games where you put your foot down. I mean, I've never really played with a, with a steering wheel and, a, and a, an actual pedal. I've always done it with controllers where you, you went as quickly as you could and then you got around the corner by ramming into the barriers and letting the barriers take you around the corners. That's my background to it. That, um, that, that's called cheating. That is called cheating. It's also, <laughs> it's also when you try the new VR rigs and the rest of it. Um, do you race with a VR headset, Foggy? I do. I actually run with a Quest 2 at the moment through a, uh, a link cable. Uh, quite good, quite a good VR headset. There are way better ones than what I have. Uh, HTC Vive, uh, the uh, Oculus Three, which is due to come out very soon. Um, yeah, there's so many different VR headsets you can use, including um, the there's there's versions now where you can actually not even have a steering wheel in front of you. You can actually use the what? wheel in the car by using augmented reality. But that's something that's what? been that's been something that's been developed. But it doesn't give you the same feel. Yeah. Now, obviously. With my rig that I have, it's a full force feedback with uh, what we call a butt kicker, which sits underneath the, uh, the base of the uh, seat, which gives the vibration of you going up and down over bumps and stuff. It, it basically allows you to feel on, you, you feel like you're on the track. You feel like you're actually racing on the track, not physically there, but you feel like you're as close as you can get. And you really, if, especially if they've been laser, uh, laser guided as well. So they actually laser up the tracks and they, they check it all out and, like measure out the exact distances and the divots. They test it all. So if you go for a bump, you'll actually feel it and you're like, oh, okay, there's a bump there. I can't go there anymore. And you'll find another place to go over. Do you know, I, uh, I, wasn't, so I wasn't into gets, the idea of sim racing until you said the word butt kicker. And now this whole this whole thing seems way more, <laughs> appeals to me way more. I don't know it, why. Can get, it can get expensive. Yeah. What's the longest race you've done? I know there's some crazy races that go around sim oh. racing where people are racing for 24 hours. So yeah, I have done a 24 hour race with a team of three. say. Uh, that was at the Le Mans 24. We were running in LMP1s. Uh, we didn't do that well. We only came seventh out of uh, 22 drivers. That's, which... How's that not good? That's pretty good. It's... That's top end. No, but when you're a racing driver, you always strive to win. Seventh yeah. is not good. I mean, it's good for a team that is not really fast. Like, we're not at the professional level yet. We're more of the semi-professional level. But we're getting there. And we come seventh out of 22. So that's not too bad. Um, that's 22 different teams and 22 different cars. So we did really well yeah. there. Uh, middle middle ground. Uh, but that's the longest race I've done, 24 hours with a team of three. That sounds absolutely brutal, and you would need to be wearing very good pants for it. Uh, Foggy, mate, thank you so much for joining. It's been great having you on to talk about sim racing and everything that's going on with um, Army Esports. So thank you so much, buddy. No, you're welcome. Thanks for having me on again. Thank you very much, Fog. Uh, you mentioned that at Raptor you tried one of those rigs. They are hard work, especially with the VR helmet going mm -hmm. with it, aren't they? A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, it's just confusing. I mean, I've never driven an F1 car, obviously. Uh, so the closest thing to it, I was still terrible at. So. Yeah, I, I remember trying to accelerate, thinking, oh, I'm just going to put my foot down here and like wheel spinning it in fifth gear as I attempted it. And <laughs> and talking of Foggy, to, to do those long, well, to do any race in Formula One, the amount of concentration you need yeah. is wild. 
Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, and especially for 24 hours. I know. I mean, obviously they swapped out drivers here and there, but that's a long time to be have that much focus. I it mean, is. I could barely do a game of Valorant without, you know, dozing mate, off at the end. Mate, I can't do a 30-minute radio show. Believe me, I struggle with concentration that long. Uh, let's, squeeze, let's squeeze in one more song before we wrap up this eSports on BFBS. Come on, Jonah. Last quick question before we wrap up the show. Greatest racing, uh, racing game of all time. What's the greatest racing game that you've enjoyed? Oh... Forza, it's just got to be Forza. I mean, never it's played just, it. It's just, you know, I played Forza. No, I don't really like driving games. You're on the shoebox. <laughs> yeah, no, I've just never really dug driving games. There was one called Power Drift, Power Slide, which was on the Amiga, like a, yeah, like a billion yeah. years ago. Which the last Amiga I owned was probably before you were born, which dates me massively. Uh, and that brings us towards the end of the show. Thank you so much for yeah. listening to this. It's been great. Um, do you think we should maybe form uh, a team for the next big racing thing? You and I, and we'll maybe, get a third. Maybe in. you should. Just me, you, and a couple bevies in hand. We'll show you what coming last is like. See if we can blow the car yeah, up on like the third absolutely. lap. Or something like that, which would be, as always, fairly entertaining. Um, please do, on future episodes, please do join the War Room. We love it when you come in and you game with us. Uh, and as always, next week, we will have another show full of stuff to talk about. Jonah, mate, cheers. Thank you very much. No worries. Good to be back again. Yeah, nice Thanks to see you. Week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. This is BFBS. On air, online, on the app, on FM, and DAB Plus throughout the UK. This is BFBS. BFBS. The Forces Station. Station.